Hello there. My name is Michael Brady, and my partner's name is Linda Brady, and together we are partners for Karmic Freedom. You can get a hold of us at karmicfreedom.com, our webpage, our website, and uh, you can email us at karmicfreedom at gmail.com. The date is Saturday, um, September 10th at two a at 1 a.m. in the morning. Uh, my last uh, podcast, uh, if you're just joining in, um, this is a podcast around the Cancer Project. Linda Brady, my wife, and the um, and my soulmate um, has had contracted cervical cancer on July 3rd, and she's been in treatment for that since then. And we um, decided to go through this experience with our clients and our friends and our family, uh, our Aquarian family, um, in a transparent way to, to not hold anything back, to share the, the journey, the experience of this, regardless of the outcome. So um, we're on that journey since, um, since uh, August 1st when she started treatment here uh, on the podcast. Uh, the last time I, I, I did a podcast was uh, six days ago, I think. Uh, it was last weekend on a Saturday or a Sunday. Um, and the reason it's been so long is because um, on, on the 6th of September, Tuesday, um, we... Um, we're in. We were going through the normal treatment program, uh, planning to go to radiation, and she had um, a different procedure that she needed to have done that next day on Tuesday uh, to fix a nephrostomy tube or to reinsert one. Um, and um, we were doing radiation to complete that treatment package without any more chemotherapy involved um, and there are now three radiations left to do outpatient and then there's a brief three-day stint um, to finalize the radiation package of the treatments um, uh, for three days uh, in the hospital to do directed radiation. Um, So we are committed to completing the radiation part of that. And uh, it's being played out uh, sort of hit and miss because of interruptions that keep happening. So that brings me to, um, to nine seven, um, which was Wednesday night this week. Uh, and I'm speaking to you on Saturday early morning here on the 10th of, of September. Um, we had uh, a busy day that day. Uh, she had a, a a test, uh, an outpatient test, um, and uh, and that uh, and that test was was an MRI, I believe. Uh, yes, it was an MRI, and the MRI caught um, that um, there was some indication of a blood clot in her right leg, and they contacted her team on that afternoon, evening, even before they sent over a report or wrote a report uh, and and the team member called me from the hospital at 5:30 and informed me of that and 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 said that 
Linda should report back to the hospital, to the ER, for inpatient admission on uh, Tuesday um, Tuesday night. Wednesday night, I'm sorry. So we got there at 6 o'clock uh, in the evening, and, and we went in through the ER for the second time, um, because first time was on J- July 3rd. Um, and, <clears throat> pardon me. And we waited from six o'clock to midnight on on uh, that night to get to an examination room in the ER. So we sat in the lobby that long after we signed in, and then we spent another two hours in the examination room of the ER before uh, Linda was assigned to uh, an inpatient room. And it was because there's a huge overload of people coming through the ER that night. Uh, it it had that delay, and they were having trouble finding beds in Tampa General Hospital. Um, was another delay. So even after they screened people, they didn't have anywhere to send them for a while. And Linda was part of that flow. So it was probably um, two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning before she got out of the ER and was being escorted to a inpatient accommodation room. However, the hospital was so filled that she was sent to a um, overflow unit where they had had a, a physical therapy unit set up on a floor uh, to patient treatment cubicles because of the COVID epidemic over the last over the last two years. Um, so it wasn't really a standard hospital room kind of arrangement. It was more of an ER arrangement with uh, curtain draws as opposed to a door, uh, you know, that kind of thing. Um, that's where she got sent uh, as, an, as, as an inpatient. So we were camping out. <laughs> we call it camping out um, in the hospital um, that morning. And she's been in the hospital since then. Um, so, um, and I've been with her in the hospital since then, which is why I haven't been able to do a podcast because I haven't been home to take a shower or to change clothes for a couple of days. Um, so at any rate, um, Linda uh, was uh, diagnosed uh, from a from a laser a LASIK scan. Uh, on the 8th or the 9th, somewhere in there after we first went in, the first day, I think, that we were in. And uh, they examined the full length of her legs. They found that she had um, non-occluded clots or thrombosis in both legs, and she had one occluded clot in her left leg near the ankle. Um, So there was... uh, This this has shown up... um, Primarily, we think because of the of the radiation and the chemo treatments, they tend to cause clotting in the blood. Um, so uh, she's been kept in hospital and she's been put on a blood thinner to f- not fix that problem, but to uh, to prevent it from occurring anymore. I'm now understanding that when you have blood clots, the uh, meds they give you intravenously when they treat that don't really dissolve the blood clots you have. They prevent the blood from forming new clots and that the body itself over days, weeks, or months of its own accord tends to reabsorb the uh, the occlusions back into the bloodstream. Um, 
that was news to me. So she's on heparin, and um, uh, her 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 energy is still holding. She's up and down. Uh, she gets very tired. She's sleeping a lot when she's not being treated. Uh, I'm sleeping as best I can in a chair. I'm learning to sleep in chairs. Uh, at this late stage of my life, and it's it it really is an art and a science, I'll tell you. And then the uh, the uh, hospital unit she's in uh, has the temperature set at sixty eight degrees, and in Florida that is like food store ice cold. <laughs> so you can't get enough blankets, and I'm wearing corduroy long sleeve shirts um, and sweaters and and we're using uh six and seven and eight hospital blankets at night to get through the night because your your body temperature goes down when you go to sleep and the cold really gets cold so it literally feels like we're um in the northeast in the winter <laughs> about three o'clock in the morning and you're huddling under the covers so to speak trying to get through the rest of the night's sleep um, those are the current conditions of the hospital setting so that's the news. Uh, the The plan for us is um, this is early Saturday morning, so uh, we might be discharged by this evening uh, if some issues can be clarified and resolved around the kidney issue that Linda's having. Um, and... Um, and if not, then we'll be discharged either Monday or Tuesday because they might choose to do a nephrostomy exchange while she's an inpatient if she stays over the, over the weekend. And if she doesn't stay over the weekend, we'll have to come back next week sometime when we can reschedule to do that procedure. Anyway, I'm sorry if I got too into details there. Um, I, I don't want to be boring. Um, so that's the latest news of what's happening. Uh, I'd keep you up. As soon as we get um, out of the hospital and back home, um, I'll do another um, podcast, hopefully in the next two to three days, uh, and I'll keep you informed about what happens um, at this stage of the game. Thanks for listening. Uh, I'm Michael Brady of Linda and Michael Brady and Partners for Karmic Freedom, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.